If you've read my book, The Financial Red Pill, you know that the best way to use a rewards card is to use it on purchases and bills you are already going to buy and pay for. That way, you get cash back on your normal living expenses. But what if there was a credit card that pays you cash back in crypto? Not only are you getting cash back for paying your living expenses, but you're getting it back in an asset that is appreciating and still has a long way to go before it's at its peak. Motley Fool recently conducted a study that says there are 50 million Americans that don't own Bitcoin yet, but want to. What's holding them back is knowledge and understanding. They will gain that in time. You want to get ahead of them by getting invested now and own as much Bitcoin as you can. And a great way to own more Bitcoin is to use the BlockFi credit card. It allows you to earn up to 1.5% back in Bitcoin on every purchase, no matter what you're buying or what you're paying for. BlockFi Rewards Visa Signature Credit Card. See if you're pre-approved with no impact to your credit score. No annual fee and no foreign transaction fees. Earn more of the best performing asset of the last decade. Get yours today at reinventideal.com slash credit. That's reinventideal.com slash credit. Available to U.S. residents in qualified states. Reinvent Ideal is on today. You got very little time to waste with women, so what's the most efficient way to find out if they're worth pursuing? What is the fastest way to find out if she likes you? You're going to know the answer to that from inside out, listening to today's program. Warning, you are about to cross a no-bull barrier. Reinvent Ideal starts now. You're listening to Reinvent Ideal, dating and life advice for men. See, you're struggling, though. You need some help? The wisdom you need when you're depressed and no one cares because you're not a chick. Well, we're all enjoying our day. We're going to lose 12 men to suicide today. Your weekly red pill prescription. It's a place for unguarded conversations to investigate with a council of men the riddles of life. With Cairo Copeland. Would you believe it, guys? We have reached 50 episodes already. Already today at the 50th episode. That's incredible. And here I've got another email to answer. This one comes from Bradford in New England who asks, There are girls out there that I want to talk to, but I don't know if they like me. Is there a cheat code to see very quickly if she likes me or not? And if it's worth my time to go talk to her, if I'm going to get what I want out of the interaction. Yes, there is. I'm going to share with you today the fastest way to find out if she likes you. Now, the reason you feel you're wasting time or it's taking a long time and everything is because you're using what's called indirect allure, which it's appealing to guys because it protects their egos. It's when you're flirting with a woman without letting her know that you're interested in her. Or you're talking to her without letting her know that you're interested in her for romance or sex. You're just talking to her to be in her presence and everything. And you're hoping that something in the conversation eventually leads to where it's safe for you to reveal that fact to her. It's an ego protection mechanism is what it really is. You see, if the woman rejects you while you're trying to chat her up about dogs... It's not that she doesn't want you, it's that oh, she doesn't want to talk about dogs. But you see, what's forgotten is that the opposite is also true. 
if she does give you her time of day and talks to you, it's because they do want to talk about dogs and nothing to do with you. And either way, she just isn't into you. So imagine if she thought you were a hot guy and was excited you were coming to talk to her, but then found out that you just wanted to talk to her about shoes. It's an instant turnoff for her. Even if it works well enough to get you a phone number out of the interaction, it only sets you up for being one of her male girlfriends or an orbiting simp. Attempting to talk to women without the chance of being judged is just not possible. You need to just embrace the judgment and go direct. Direct allure can either go very well or it could go very wrong. And it goes either direction quickly. So either way, you're not wasting time. Now, many guys are going to be afraid to do it for that reason. And that's precisely the reason you should do it is to not waste time because you find out right away whether she's into you or not. Being direct is going to save you a ton of time. So don't fall for the foolish thinking that being direct will either turn off a woman that otherwise would have been into you. You see, either they are into you or they are not into you. And there is nothing that you can do in your approach, in your attempts to allure her, that is going to make her stop liking you or suddenly start liking you. No amount of time spent with her making indirect attempts to allure her will change that. They make up their minds very quickly about whether you are a guy she'd like to get with. But there are, however, some times where direct would have worked, but it was done badly, so it did not. And then the guy comes to the false conclusion that being direct in general is just an all-around bad idea because they think it's pushy. But what is it when it's done right, then? Let's kind of break this one down here. What's necessary is having a standard form that you can rely on and adapt to the situation. And whatever that situation is, you can just retrofit this idea to it. Just have a rough idea of what you'll say. And that way, there's no anxiety to cause you to hesitate from going and talking to her. And then you can open with a new woman whenever you see one. So it's vital to have a solid process that you follow in a disciplined manner. And it doesn't mean that you never make changes to it or that you never deviate from it. The point of having a planned process is to make changes to it. And the idea is that it will have structural components that can be refined or improved upon after receiving feedback from each time it's used. So let's begin by looking at the PUAs and what they did back in their day. You see, their direct approaches were often a four-component process, the first of which was an opening. They start out the opening by saying, uh, Hi, I saw you over here. And then what they would do is they would get they would drop a compliment. They continue once they realize they have her attention and say something like, I've got to say, I really like your hair, or I really like your style, or I think you're beautiful, or whatever. Then what they would do is they would add in some interesting and specific words. They would craft the compliments to sound more catered specifically to her. So instead of just saying, oh, you look nice, or you look cute, they may say something like, oh, you look striking. And instead of just giving her a generic compliment, like her overall appearance is beautiful, they'll highlight something specific, like a streak in her hair or a certain tattoo. And then the last thing they do, the fourth component is introducing themselves. So she doesn't know what to say after hearing all that, because this likely doesn't happen to her uh, this way this often. Now, sure, she gets hit on a lot, 
but hit on in a very bad, unattractive way by thirsty guys. Now, in a situation like this, her breath is literally taken away. So the next move would be to take the burden off of her by introducing yourself. That's how the old pickup artists used to do it. And ideally, you want to make her feel special with whatever it is you're highlighting about her. So you want to think, okay, what was it that made you break the social barrier and come to the conclusion that you just had to talk to her? A woman wants to feel admired and appreciated for something unique to her. And that's the theory behind why this technique worked. Now, we got to fix this here because this isn't going to work in today's world. You see, in today's world, she's complimented all the damn time. You got those online thirsty simps showering her with comments on her pictures and filling her DMs with flirtations that tell her she's just so wonderful. So what really makes the direct approach work is that it lets her know right away that you like her and have no shame in saying so, that devil-may-care attitude. And when a man approaches a woman and tells her his intentions right off the bat, but says so in a way that indicates he has zero shame, he doesn't have any nervousness, he's not stutter-stepping while he's saying so, that's what stands out to her. So she may have been approached by a nervous guy who probably hasn't had much experience with it. And this was evident by the way that he acted. If he uh, was shaking or stutter-stepping or... He was getting really sweaty and everything. So what sells you to her is when you approach her so confidently that it gives her the idea that you're used to having an approach result in a phone number or a date. You're used to getting what you want by asking for it. That's the attitude you want to convey. This is a form of pre-selection. She figures you're only acting so confident in your direct approach because... You've done it on other women and have gotten them as a result. And that means other women approved of you and therefore she should approve of you as well. So all these components are great, but you see today's world, it's changed so dramatically thanks to the simp pandemic on social media that's basically made every compliment you could make to a woman meaningless because it's probably the 50th one she's heard that day. And having a canned opener ready to go, they see right through that. Women have a way of noticing if a line you say is one you came up with on the spot or if it's one that you stole from someone else and have practiced it. Plus, there isn't any magic opener that is better than all the others. The majority of your success in delivering a direct opener comes from your body language and and delivery, displaying extremely high confidence in yourself. But there is one line I think you can use right away that it's 100% direct and it doesn't have you complimenting her like a simp. And the question is, you just go up to her and you ask this question, are you single? You see, that keeps you equal with her in the interaction. You're not pedestalizing her by complimenting her when you ask this, but you make it very clear what your interest in her is and why you want to talk to her. Plus, you find out right away if she has any interest in you at all. Now, if she's not single... She'll definitely say so. If she's single and not interested, she'll say that she's not single. Which is fine, because you don't want to be wasting time on a woman that's not interested any more than you want to waste time on a woman that's not available. But on that note, not every woman who says she's not single is both unavailable and disinterested in you. Because sometimes they'll say they're taken just because it's a reflex of theirs that has developed in the new world we live in today of social media simps. So you got to pay attention to her body language and the way she says it to know if she's being truthful or 
just saying that as an automatic defense mechanism. If it seems that she does want to keep talking to you and she's not looking for an excuse to go away, well, you can proceed as if she never mentioned a boyfriend before. In fact, make the words, I have a boyfriend, completely meaningless to your mind. Sometimes she just needs more information about you to know that you're not a creep. And you see, a line like this, are you single? It rarely is going to lead to a harsh rejection that someone would take personally or would cripple them for the rest of the night and ruin their energy. I mean, she's not saying, ew, get away from me, you fucking creep. She's just answering a question about her relationship status. So the rejection then has nothing to do with you. So it isn't one that's going to hurt like hell to hear. It's barely a diss. And best of all, you found out as early as possible to keep it from hurting worse by finding out later after you've invested more energy into it. Some guys are still going to be afraid to do this because it's such a bold tactic, not something that they're used to pulling off. But here's what you got to remember. Knowledge is the enemy of fear. If you knew what she might say if you asked, wouldn't that make it easier to ask? Well, there are four possible responses of what she could say. First one's the best one. She tells you that she's single. Or the second possibility is that she asks you why you're asking that. Now, you've successfully opened her and can continue a conversation. Whatever is your reason for telling her why you asked, you must remember to say it so confidently as to convey the idea that you have no shame, you have no nervousness or hesitation to say. Third possibility is she tells you that she's not single, but she doesn't walk away. So she's curious about you and you can get a conversation going with her. And the fourth, uh, last thing that she could say is she tells you she's not single and walks away. This may be a rejection, but it's not a rough one. To ask her if she's single, it's not needy or thirsty. It doesn't uh, sound all simpy. The most important thing is how you ask it, because that's the only thing that can make you sound needy or thirsty. And also, it shows respect to her by not wasting her time, because you know, a random guy that uh, comes up to her and is just talking and talking and having an indirect conversation. He's interested in her, but he's not being direct with it. Well, this prevents you from being like that because it tells them why you are there talking to her. You're not wasting her time making her try to figure out why are you talking to me. As I tell you what, you can give a reinvented man the shittiest opener and he'll use his charm and experience from many past cold approaches to compensate for the ineffectiveness of the opener. He'll be more successful than the simpy stooge who's got the best, most clever opener. So I'm going to modify that old PUA approach here. First part, you know, we start the exact same way. Say, hi, I saw you over here. Then the second thing you do is not compliment her on her beauty. You want to appear immune to it or otherwise unimpressed by it. Instead, highlight something else, like an item she's wearing, a tattoo that she has, or something that she's carrying. And you continue to say, and I just had to come take, get a closer look at this remarkable earring or tattoo, or maybe she's got her dog with her, so you say, I gotta come get a closer look at this puppy. And then you use interesting and specific words. You want to keep that component as well, using original language instead of generic. So her necklace or whatever it is you're highlighting, it's remarkable noteworthy, extraordinary. It's not just nice or cool. Then you introduce yourself. After you're delivering the highlight, you look her right in the eyes and have a facial expression convey that you are 
more attracted to what you are seeing now up close than you thought you would be from afar. It's important you make this expression only when looking her in the eye to give her the idea that it is her soul behind her eyes that is attracting you. And then you introduce yourself. You hold out your hand, you know, say, hey, I'm Cairo. She likely will give you hers while responding with her name because it's just a reflex in people. And she'll say, well, I'm Sarah. And so you take her hand and you give it a firm grip and continue looking her in the eyes as you reply saying, oh, Sarah, nice to meet you, Sarah. Because you see, her name is the sweetest sound that she likes hearing the most. And now you've associated that sound that makes her happy with your touch and your eye contact. And then at this point, this is where you ask the question, are you single? So there you have it, Bradford. That's the right way to do this here. This is the fastest way to find out if she's into you. This sounds totally doable, right? Just keep going back through that routine. I, th I think it works best in daytime situations because there's no social context that encourages a random guy to go talk to a random woman. However, it can also be done at the usual bars and clubs, as long as the music isn't so blaring loud that you can't hear each other. Now, how do you know who to use it on? Because you know, a lot of my coaching clients, they wanted to only pull this approach on someone who they knew it would work on. They were expending so much energy making themselves look and sound confident that they would have none left to pick themselves back up with if they got rejected. So in other words, they wanted to just play it safe, which defeats the point of going direct. Now, there are some women that will give indications of interest. I tell guys, do not focus on that. Do not bother looking for indications of interest. It's a waste of your time because you'd never know if it's correct. And it gets you in your head too much. I mean, there would be some obvious things like eye contact and smiling at someone. That's not accidental. I mean, if a ugly chick looked at you and you could see it from the corner of your eye, you'd make sure you didn't look back at her. See, when someone smiles at you, the point of them doing it is that they hope to be seen doing it. But you see, those occurrences are going to be very rare. Now, when they do happen, you want to jump on them right away with the direct approach because if you don't, you're pissing away a golden opportunity to do a direct opener and have it well received. But if you see a woman looking around the room or paying attention to when someone comes in, she's looking to be opened then. She wants someone to talk to her. So when you're on the prowl and you're looking around a lot, trying to find a good female to get with, you're doing the same thing and they're no different. So the point is that they aren't so deep into what they're doing that they leave no room for a stranger to interject. And if they look too deep into what they're doing, then it's a bad idea to open them with the direct approach. Instead, you'd want to use something uh, more indirect in that case. But don't wait for women that are giving you indications of interest to use this. You want to use it on the ones you're interested in, because that's the whole reason we learn the craft of allure, is to go after women we're interested in and otherwise wouldn't be able to get with without knowing the craft. And more importantly, what really separates direct from indirect is that with direct, you're playing to win as opposed to indirect, where you're playing not to lose. So play to win. And that is it for us today. I hope this has been helpful to you, Bradford. And all the other guys listening, if you got questions, I got answers. Send them to me at Cairo at reinventideal.com. That's Cairo, like the capital of Egypt, 
at reinventideal.com and indicate in your email there if you'd like to have it read on the program here. Cairo at reinventideal.com. And please remember that the bull gets blocked right here because I am my brother's keeper and I got your back. Thank you for listening to Reinvent Ideal with Cairo Copeland. Your weekly red pill prescription. See more at reinventideal.com. Don't be simp pathetic. The 12-step program to slaughter the simp within. Do you feel powerless around the women you desire? Are you suspicious that the women in your life are just using you? Are you the one that always pays for everything and does all the work while getting nothing in return? Help is finally here. Never again do you have to feel like you must prove what a great guy you are to get the girl. Go from being a chaser to a chooser with these practical strategies and tactics. These new mindsets and behaviors to adopt will save you time, money, and energy. In this book, you will discover one powerful skill that all males must learn, but very few will. Why women don't like giving guys. How to resist the urge to always pay for everything. How to avoid being seen as willing to be used. A shocking truth that will change your interactions with women forever, and the not-so-obvious way to make her chase you. All included in the 12-step program to eliminate the urge to supplicate and simp within. Get your copy today at reinventideal.com simp. reinventideal.com simp.